being aware of what shapes your thinking regarding your identity is vital for your growth and progress in life. When your identity determines who you become, and who you become determines what you contribute to others and your environment. And being aware of what takes away from your value in life and in your environment, it helps you to identify what will hinder you and what continues to prevent you from living in your purpose. For as long as you're not living in your purpose, you will not be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Or at the very least, there won't be any meaning behind why you're trying to achieve the things that you're trying to achieve. And so purpose is important, and purpose and identity are closely knit. They're closely connected. Now, often worth is measured by your contribution. People always ask you, what do you do the first time they meet you? In those first few moments of meeting you, they will ask you, what do you do? And this question is more about figuring out where to place you on their barometer of worth. You know, how much time should they give you? How much respect should they give you? How much space in their own space should they give you? you know, your occupation often is one of those most important factors of measuring your worth. However, we all know that this is a false measure of worth, but it still doesn't take away from how powerful it is in influencing our identity. As much as um, we want to provide you know, value to people, and of course, through our value, through our jobs, we provide different value to different people based on their needs. But our worth is not confined to our contribution. It's important for us to understand that our worth is greater than our contribution, and that although our contribution is not always a reflection of who we are and our worth, that our contribution can be impacted by how we perceive our worth. And I want to say that again, that our contribution can be impacted by how we perceive our worth. You know, in other words, when you link your worth to the type of work that you do, any negative perception associated with that occupation can negatively affect your self-worth. You know, some environments are designed to keep you down, to keep you as a subservient, to keep you restricted to your circumstances. You know, you have a job description that gives you and tells you the boundaries that you, that you cannot uh, cross. And of course, I mean, there are practical uh, elements to that. But with certain jobs, because of the hierarchy system, they can restrict you in line with, uh, you know, your abilities, in line with of maybe what they perceive your intelligence to be. And this can have an impact on how you look at yourself. So in your mindset is influenced by ideologies, communicated by environment, and the purpose to exercise greater awareness of what those ideologies are. Now, these are hidden in our elementary principles through culture, through race, social norms, through standards, ethnicity, ethics, all of that. I think it's vital that you purpose to take time out of the environment and observe those factors that will always will hold you back when you try to go forward. Identify those factors that put you down when you try to rise up. Those factors that instill fear when you gather the courage to change your situation. That shame that you feel when you try to be yourself. Identify you know, their source and seek the remedy. Failure to study your environment objectively will more likely lead to you being a victim of circumstances. You know, and those circumstances that are created by environment. You may find yourself unable to break free from your strongholds and stuck in a vicious circle of fruitlessness. I remember a story when I was um, 
still starting out. When I first came to Pretoria, the capital city, um, Nico Dutlak, a gentleman that uh, took me in to help me out, you know, hired me as somebody who's going to be as a vendor to sell Boltong. The interesting thing is that I didn't realize this, but later on in life, as we started talking, um, I understood that actually he didn't hire me, that he started that business to help me. But at the time, coming from the free state, not thinking much about myself and just being in awe of this white Afrikaans man that was taking me in to come and help me, I assumed that I, I, he was just hiring me as a servant. But anyway, there was an incident where um, I was, uh, I had my tray of boltong in my packs, 10 rand per pack, and it was around my neck with the belt, you know, those trays, the vendor trays that you have. It was at a stadium, a rugby match. And I was there, you know, feeling good about myself, having broken free from the free state, having broken free from my environment where I was stuck in, thinking, man, you know, life is looking up. At least I've got a job. At least there's a future coming ahead of me. And as I was walking through the pews, through the lines in the stadium, one of these, uh, you know, stocky looking guy smacked my tray so hard that all the packs of Boltong that were inside, they started flying all over the place. And of course, I mean, other uh, spectators as well started picking up the packs for themselves. I have never felt that small in my life. I felt so humiliated. I felt so, you know, I just saw myself being going back to that place again where I really felt like I was nothing. And I wasn't all of a sudden all the positivity that I had about the job the excitement that I had for the future was brought down to that moment of embarrassment where somebody showed me that they had more power over me because of the job that I did that is important for us to understand you know well thankfully I was able to get out of that but just incident always comes out of my mind it always sticks out of my mind when I think about where I came from being a vendor selling botong at the stadiums um, it is very difficult to achieve any success when you're not able to identify what keeps you unsuccessful many people know what they need to do in order to succeed but still find themselves unsuccessful nonetheless and you know what I am definitely no exception to that I've had to go through a journey in my life of figuring out what this meant for me but what happens is this is that when you're not, when you're not able to identify what keeps you unsuccessful each attempt to succeed somehow ends up leaning uh, towards more failures and you know over and over and over again you find yourself failing and this happens many times because of lack of awareness that enables us to identify the sources of failure in our environment and also within ourselves so the consequence of this failure then it re uh, results in us um, continuing to repeat the same cycle over and over again and the more we fail the more we feel bad about ourselves, the more some of the stereotypes and the negative mindsets that we have became, become emphasized and, and becoming you know, uh, strengthened. So without dealing with those hindrances and obstacles and oppositions, we are more likely than to experience failure as a, you know, as a habit, as a lifestyle. So how do I get out? The first thing I said, we need to develop awareness. How do I develop this awareness? Um, the first thing you need to do is that you need to surround yourself with people who believe in you. 
but you need to always remember that you need to believe in yourself more than you need than others um, believe in you. People are like say people are like they buy. You know, there's a reason why you know, buying and selling is such a big business because as people we buy, we believe, we believers, and believing is nothing else but buying into something. And so when you selling yourself or short, people can pick that up, and most likely that's what they're gonna give you. If you think about self belief in you as a person as being a currency, if that if the if that were to be measured in uh, in currency. When you say to yourself that I am worth five um, units of belief, that's how much somebody's going to be willing to pay for you. But if they think less of you, they'll say to you, "Then I'm only able, I'm only willing to pay three. And if you still don't believe that you're worth the five, you're going to settle for the three. And so and so and so and so on goes, and you deteriorate into that place where, in the, at the end of the day, you really don't feel like you're worth anything so once you've identified those things that bring you down you need to um, and you're not able to pick yourself out of the environment up in that environment you need to then you know find the company that can be able to build you up or get into an environment that can be able to build you up so if there's no one around who believes in you look like I said look them look from up within the outside environment the world is more accessible today than it has ever been in the human history. So develop a view that is beyond your locality. Develop a habit and uh, habits and skills to leverage the current global environment and place yourself in spaces that can celebrate and create um, a space for your abilities and gifts. And this is one of the things, especially if you are in a city, for example. I mean, you need to realize that you're part of the global community, that you don't always have to be in the same groupings in the same environments that hold the same mindsets towards you, that that constantly um, put you in a in a box. For me personally, when I started going on uh, traveling and going overseas and being in different uh, global environments, I began to find more worth, new things about me as a person that I'm able to do that I have in terms of my contribution. This helped me with my with my confidence. This helped me in my confidence and this helped me then in terms of uh, the, my own contribution and you know and how I, I uh, uh, express myself in those environments. When I moved to the city of Pretoria as well from the free state that was a change of environment that created new spaces for me to find um, new skills, new abilities and shaped a new platform or give me a new platform for my contribution so place yourself in environments that can embrace and draw out your contribution certain environments are not ready for your unique contribution and the richness it brings sometimes you have to change your environment rather than strive to make yourself valuable in the in your current environment you launch yourself out into a new environment that will build you up rather than remain rooted in a hostile or in an in indifferent environment with no growth prospects learn how to build mindsets this is the last point i want to bring out today learn how to build mindsets you want so that you are able to successfully channel your efforts towards what you want to achieve building strong mindsets that support what you aim to achieve will give you a sense of worth back but vitally it'll give you control back
I know it may sound like a lot, but you know what? This is one of the functions of uh, people like myself as mind, mindset coaches or life coaches or counselors. And if you really are in a, in a, in a hole and you really want to get out, I would suggest that you, would, uh, you find someone that can be able to think differently, that can be able to help you to investigate, to assess your environment. Um, and this is, you know, for me personally, this is what, what has helped me to shake that off, inviting people that I could trust, people that had the knowledge, people that they had the ability to look at my environment and say, this is what you need to change. This is, you know, this is where you're losing. This is where you can uh, leverage. This is where you can gain more. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my thought for you today. It's important to exercise awareness of what it is that is costing, causing you to fail. Once you've identified, if you're not able to find a way to deal with it within your environment, get out of the situation, get out, uh, outside perspective and uh, develop the kind of mindset that you want for the things that you want to achieve. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. You know, one of the most common questions that I get from people is, how do I change? You know, and having spoken to a lot of the people in the same industry of uh, counseling and speaking and coaching, I find that actually they have the same experience. And you know what? At some point in my life, this is what I wanted to also. I wanted to have a change. Um, but before I actually go into what I want to talk about, I want to just quickly give you a story. You know, when the first job that I started out, I started working at an ice cream factory in Marlboro, just uh, a little bit north of Johannesburg. Marlboro, just bordering Alexandra, the last street that borders, uh, that separates Alexandra with the factories that are in Marlboro. In there, there was an ice cream factory, and the ice cream factory was an abundant building, had a portion that was an abundant building that could not even lock, and that was actually where I used to sleep at night, with no, with no, no windows and the door unlocked and I remember <laughs> sometimes at night I'd be so scared when the wind bangs the door and I'm thinking that somebody's walking is going to come in and rob me but then I would remember but I have nothing for them to rob <laughs> all I had was a mattress and a blanket and my bucket that I was that I used to bath in but anyway what happened is um when I started this job pardon me um so I was I was earning 35 rand a day when I first started out as a as a cleaner there in this ice cream factory. I had to clean the floors and I also had to clean uh, the inside of the fridge. You know the fridges, those freezers we would go as low as minus 40, minus 40 degrees, and that um, that outfit that would that they would give you, that costume that they would give you to to, to protect against against the the cold would actually end up freezing on you. So every now and then you have to get out. But anyway. The point that I'm trying to get at is that when I was only 35 rand a day, I thought to myself, hmm, you know, I have 35 rand a day, I used to have zero, so I'd get 175 rand a day, and at some point I started, um, I went to uh, to go open up a clothing account, and of course they gave me the credit, and I thought to myself, if I started getting the 70 rand a day, my life would be so much better, so I moved from that place and I started um, working as a waiter. And as a waiter, I was earning anything between 90 rand to 120 rand a day. So up to three times the amount of money that I was making there. And guess what happened? 
I had a credit card. Credit card was about 10,000 rand credit. And then other clothing accounts. And I thought to myself, if I started getting something more, then I, this, is, this would change. And then, of course, I became a restaurant manager. And as a restaurant manager, it worked out to about 200 rand, 50 rand a day. 250, about 300 almost. But you know what? A couple of years later, this hadn't changed. I just got myself into more and more debt. I just found myself failing more and more to manage the money that I had. And at some point, you realize that, you know what, it's not this. You have to realize that sometimes it's not the change of circumstances that is actually a solution. Or it's not a change of circumstances that, that's going to lead to the kind of change that you need in your life. But actually, you are the one that needs to change. That there are certain shortcomings in the way you think that need to be dealt with. You need to acquire uh, new knowledge to be, that, that can support whatever it is that you're trying to change yourself into becoming. Because the fact of the matter is that, you know what, crazy Jabu with 5 rand in his hand is still crazy Jabu with 5,000 rand in his hand. The only difference is that he's going to make a bigger mess with 5,000 rand than he did with 5 rand. And so it's not always the change of circumstances that is a solution to us. Although it is true that circumstances can constrain our ability to think and ability to process and ability to apply ourselves, but um, for the most part, you know, we all can attest to this that you know going into another environment still being the same person we're gonna end up in the same place as we did previously in fact because of maybe the false sense of confidence that we have that we give to the change of circumstances we become even more reckless and in the process actually end up in a bigger mess than what we did before and i want to put it to you today that um you know, as much as that question is a very valid question and it is a genuine question and it is prompted by the discomfort that people are, are feeling in their lives, oftentimes the, the, uh, the solution that, that they're looking for is, is wrong. The question is directed towards a wrong solution. You know, so how do you change? The first thing that you need to do is that what you need to exercise some level of awareness in terms of your own person to figure out what it is about you that you need to change. And again, I want to just quickly maybe rephrase this question. Is it how do I change or how do I grow? I think that's what we want to do. We want to say, how do I grow? Because how do we grow then basically means that you have to learn new things. So in other words, in order for you to change or in order for you to grow, you got to grow out of something old into something new. So you need to identify what is the old thing that you need to get rid of and then the new thing that you want to now put on. All right. So if you are a person that is very poor financial management, you want to be somebody that's going to be a much better astute financial manager. So you need to acquire the right set of knowledge that can help you with that. You need to put yourself in the right environment where that kind of knowledge is being handled with expert uh, you know, with expert skill, you win, you need to put yourself under accountability, you know, to protect yourself from yourself. That's the question that I, you know, that I, the statement that I like to use these days. How do I protect myself from myself in that moment while I'm still growing, trying to figure out what it is that I want to become? How do I protect myself from myself? So you need to be able to develop some kind of risk mitigating system. So if you're struggling, for example, financially, and you're married. And you know you're a bad manager of money. It might not be a bad idea if maybe your wife or your husband, if they're better at handling money 
maybe you might want to start bringing them into a bit closer and inviting them into your space and start confessing the fact that you need their help and you need their you know you need you need their, their, them to be your your covering and or at the very least maybe to help you to account and to make sure that you pay, you spend the money where you want to spend the money on the things that you need to spend the money on you know anyway i mean i can mention so many things that uh that 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 can that we want to change another thing maybe let's say you're trying to lose you're trying to lose weight <laughs> right <laughs> so many of us we know we know the cycle we we are all psyched up we're all motivated we all understand the health benefits of having that we're going to have once we change and once we lose the weight but somewhere down the line we find that liquinya in our hand or or that bagel in our hand and for me I'm a sucker for bread I'm just finding myself with four slices of bread in my hand with rama and chewing it like there's no tomorrow you know chewing it <laughs> uh hiding even and then my wife comes around and she finds the crumbs and is like oh you're eating bread again I'm like oh no I wasn't and then she just looks at me like mm mm-hmm. you know So I realize in the problem most of the time is because I am not honest about my own weaknesses when it comes to certain things. And because I'm not honest about my weaknesses, I don't acknowledge them. I never get to deal with them. The fact of the matter is that I do have certain discipline issues. And a discipline is a is 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 a principle or is a mindset that you develop and that affects the rest of your life. So if you are undisciplined in one area of your life, more than likely you are not disciplined in many other areas of your life. It's going to reflect in other areas of your life. So until you deal with the issue of discipline in your own life, you'll find that that every attempt that you that you that you that you make to try and use weight weight, it's going to end up in the same place. You're going to end up with more skipping ropes now, maybe the different color. You're going to end up with more dietary supplements in your in your cupboard expiring you're going to end up with more you know sports outfits that don't fit anymore so i mean so this so then in in what i'm trying to bring out here is that it's important for us to understand that you know what you are the same person anywhere you are so change of circumstance does not guarantee that you will change although it may help you to change but it's not a guarantee at the end of the day the mindsets the negative mindsets that you have if they are not dealt with they are going to eventually overrun any attempt that you engage yourself in to try and change your life or try and change your try and change your situation you know it's just going to be a continuous pattern of failure one failure after another so anyway not to discourage you but just to prompt you to at least begin the process of awareness and beginning to identify what about your own person is actually a problem to you what is it that is hindering you from achieving the things you do you find that the answer is most likely within more than it is without anyway have a have a blessed day